thank God for his presence being in here this morning. I'm telling you today, I don't know what we would do without the presence of the Lord. Amen. I know what I'm talking about. I want to turn your attention this morning to Mark chapter 6, beginning in verse 47. Mark chapter 6, verse 47. I'm telling you, sometimes we can come to turbulent times, but I can tell you, no matter what the storm is, he's going to come your way. Anybody know what I'm talking about? No matter what you're going through as believers, he's going to come your way. Anybody know what I'm saying this morning? How many know he's an ever-present help in the time of trouble? How many know that when you call, he's going to answer? I'm telling you today, I know that he's alive and well this morning. Anybody else know what I'm talking about today? This world may not know him, but I know him. If you're a child of God, you know he's alive and well this morning. Anybody been transformed by him? Anybody ever been touched by him this morning? I'm telling you, we know Jesus is alive and well this morning, ain't he? I'm telling you, he walks on the water, he walks on the seas, he walks on adversity this morning. Mark chapter 6, beginning in verse 47. And when evening was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea, and he alone on the land. And he saw them tolling and rowing, for the wind was contrary unto them. And about the fourth watch of the night, he cometh upon them, walking upon the sea, and would have passed by. But when they saw him walking upon the sea, they supposed it had been a spirit, and cried out. For they all saw him and were troubled and immediately he talked with them and said unto them be of good cheer it is I be not afraid how many know you don't have to be afraid this morning if he's right there in the midst with you and he went up into the ship uh, and the wind ceased. Notice when he got on board, that's when the wind ceased right there. Ain't that right? Uh, that's what the Bible says right there. Too many people don't want to get him on board with him this morning. Uh, they don't want to invite him into their circumstance. I'll hit that here in a few minutes. But I want to bring you back up uh, into verse 48 when he says, And he cometh uh, unto them. Uh, how many know he cometh unto you this morning? How many know he cometh in here this morning? Anybody know what I'm saying? He come in here to meet your needs this morning. He's come in here to give you a touch this morning. He's come in here to give you a victory this morning. He's come in here to give you assurance that everything's going to be alright today. Heavenly Father, we come before you, dear God, this morning, Lord, and we lift you up, dear God, and we exalt you, dear God. Father, today we ask you, Lord, to just touch, dear God, and move in a mighty way, Father, Lord. We pray for your great anointing in this sanctuary this morning, Lord. Have your way in here today, Father, Lord. Lord, I pray, God, that you meet needs, touch bodies, touch lives, dear God. Lord, we just give you the glory, God, the praise and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. One of the greatest promises, I believe, as believers is that Christ is with us. Anybody know what I'm talking about? No matter how dark it gets outside, no matter how much the winds blow and how much the sea rages, there's one thing we know for sure, that he's an ever-present help in the time of trouble. Even when them winds of adversity are blowing our way, even in those turbulent times, even in those times we got bad news, and even on our deathbeds. As believers this morning, that we've got a promise that he's right there with us. Amen. This morning, I don't know about you, but I don't know how we can make it in these dark times without the very present help of Christ this morning. I don't know how we would survive these dark times without him 
wrong being there this morning. Anybody ever seen how bad this world is? Anybody seen how wicked it's getting? You seen how violent it's getting? I'll tell you until he comes there's one thing I know for sure that he's going to be with us until the very end. How many know the psalmist says even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death he's right there to lead me this morning. I'm glad to know that when we have troubles that we've got a very present help in the time of need. Anybody know what I'm talking about? When it seems like all hell's breaking loose I've got a help this morning. When it seems like all trouble and wind adversity's blowing I've got a help this morning. I've got somebody that's walking right there beside of me. I've got somebody that's got his hand upon me. I've got somebody that I can call upon in the midnight hour. And he says when you call he will what? He will answer and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. That's Jeremiah 33 and 3. I'm telling you today we've got a promise when in the midst of the storm that he'll come unto us just like the disciples were right here in this passage in the midst of a dark storm in the midst of turbulent wind and I'm telling you when the wind's blowing the water was raging too and I'm telling you right there he cometh unto them ain't you glad to know that when you go through those storms that he's going to come through right on time first thing I begin to look at this story and I begin to see he saw them he saw what they were going through this morning listen to verse 48 and he saw them toiling and rowing for the wind was contrary to them how many know this morning that his eyes are upon his own today amen how many know this morning that he sees everything that you're going through this morning? How many know this morning that First Peter 3 and 12 says, For the Lord's, for the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them who do what? Evil. Notice his eyes are in tuned unto the righteous this morning. He didn't say nothing about the wicked. He said, My eyes are upon upon the righteous in 2nd Chronicles 16 and 9 for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him I'm telling you this morning you may not know if anybody sees what you're going through uh, but I'm telling you he sees what you're going through this morning uh, he sees the adversity that's coming your way uh, he sees those trials that you're going through uh, everything that we're going through this morning let me tell you uh, he's got his eyes upon you uh, he knows the tears you've cried uh, he knows the worries that's inside of you uh, he knows the pain that is deep down uh, he knows the scars that's inside uh, he knows everything about you this morning. Ain't you glad to know that you've got somebody looking down upon you this morning? Ain't you glad to know that you've got the eyes of the Lord? He's very attentive to his own this morning. Ain't you glad to know that there's somebody that sees what you're going through? And I'm telling you the whole time he's looking. He's on his way. Anybody know what I'm talking about? He's on his way to you this morning. I'm telling
telling you even into the smallest details he's got his eyes upon us Jesus talked about the fowls of the air you know these birds are the smallest part of God's great creation yet the heavenly father feeds them yet you are much better than they are this morning I'm telling you when he takes way he takes care of these fowl of the air we can rest assured as believers this morning that he's going to take care of us he sees when we're down to our last little bit he sees when we're discouraged he sees when we're out of it he sees when people have stabbed us in the back he sees all of these things ain't you glad to know that his eyes are upon you this morning ain't you glad to know that he's taking interest in you this morning ain't you glad to know that he's watching everything about you this morning he knows more about you than you know about yourself and Jesus talked about in Matthew 10, verse 29 through 31, are not two sparrows sold for a fathering. That means cheap, and one of them shall fall on the ground without your father. But the very hairs of your head are what? Numbered. For you, are, you know not, therefore you are more value than many sparrows. What he was saying there. He was saying, the, our Heavenly Father knows when a bird hits the ground. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Our Heavenly Father knows when those little small things go or take interest. He knows when they hit. Don't you know he's looking at you this morning and he knows when it comes your way. He said you're more valuable than a bird this morning. Anybody say amen to that? How many know if he takes interest in a bird, he's got his eyes upon you. He's watching over you this morning. He knows how many hairs is on your head anybody know how many hairs is on their head this morning I believe he's got them numbered number one may fall out he says number 55 may fall out and he knows when it falls out it tells me his eyes are upon the righteous this morning his eyes are upon those that serve him they ain't nothing that comes your way that takes him by surprise they ain't nothing that comes your way away that he don't know about this morning. He knows about it before you get there. People say, is anybody watching? Anybody know what I'm going through? I'm telling you, he knows what you're going through. He saw that struggle that they had in this storm. He was watching. He saw how that as they was trying to roll, that wind was contrary to them. Let me tell you, he knows what's coming your way. He's got his eyes on what's happening in your life this morning. He knows those that that doctor report. He knows it before you get it. He knows it before the machine gets it. And he knows it before the doctor gets it. Ain't you glad to know that? His eyes are upon us. I'm telling you, he's got his eyes upon us. We can be all right this morning. We know he's taking interest in us this morning. People think everything, nobody's seeing what they're going through. Nobody knows what they're feeling. I'm telling you this morning, I may not be able to see what you're going through, but he does. You see, I'm limited. I can't, I can't see what you're going through when you're at home unless you tell me. 
But I'm telling you, you know, then my eye, you're limited to it. As a man, we're limited. But I'm telling you, he sees the full force of it. Anybody know what I'm talking about? He sees when you've been up all night worrying yourself and wondering what the world to do. He sees when you're let down to the last little bit. Anybody know what I'm talking about? He sees everything on his righteous because his eyes are upon his own this morning. I'm telling you, don't you watch after your children this morning? Don't you watch after let me use little Sawyer you keep your eyes upon little Sawyer don't you just like God keeps his eyes upon his children I'm talking about his born again children this morning his righteous children he's got his eyes upon us this morning ain't you glad to know he sees everything that comes our way he sees what we have need of before we have need of it this morning he sees what's going wrong in our body before it, before we know what's going wrong in it. Amen. People think he's right up there looking down just with a microscope. No, he's not with a microscope. He's right there like this looking. I'm telling you, his eyes are that in tune to you. Did you hear me? There ain't nothing in this world that's taking him by surprise today. He's going to take the world by surprise one day. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But they ain't taking him by surprise. He's going to take them by surprise. I'm telling you this morning, thank God he's looking. Thank God he sees us when we're going through it. Thank God he knows what we're facing. Because I surely don't know what somebody else is facing if I've never been through it. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But he sees what we're doing. He sees what we're going through. I've told people say, nobody sees what be what's going on. I'm telling you, God sees everything that's going on this morning. He sees those things that's happening before, before you, you don't even know about. He's taking interest in his creation right there. He sees the tears others don't see this morning. He sees the heartbreak that you've been through. He sees the trials and the tribulations and the winds of adversity that's blowing your way. Anybody ever been through a storm before? Anybody ever went to a time of great adversity? Anybody ever went to a time when it seems like the rain was pouring and and you tried to row, but the winds are contrary to you. What are you talking about, preacher? I'm talking about everything you try to do. It seems like the winds were against you. How many know he sees that this morning? He saw that with the disciples that were going through the storm. He saw how they were trying to row, but that wind was against them. How many know sometimes that wind blows against us, don't it? How many know sometimes that wind tries to blow us over? How many know sometimes that wind of adversity tries to knock us off the boat. Anybody know what I'm talking about? How many know sometimes that wind of adversity is there to try to destroy us? But he sees it. And I'm telling you just like the disciples. He cometh unto you. He sees everything. There ain't nothing that he don't see. And there ain't nothing that takes him by surprise. Let me tell you, if he sees you this morning, can I tell you? He's coming unto you. Did you hear me? He saw the disciples. He saw what they were going through. He saw the struggle. He saw the situation that was at hand. And in verse, in that same verse, 
and 48. In about the fourth watch of the night, he came unto them. Right there we got it. Ain't you glad he comes right on time? That old, how many know that in the midst of it, you watch these old western movies. You know, when it gets the deepest dark time, it seems like when the Calvary comes, ain't it? Well, here they was in the fourth watch, and here comes the Calvary in the fourth watch. Sometimes we wonder where he was at at the beginning. I'm telling you, how many has ever heard that song by the Crab family? Through the fire. Anybody know? There's a part of that. He may not come when you expect him, but he comes what right on time, don't he? He comes right on his time and the perfect time in this morning. He may not come when you think he's going to come, but I can promise you this, he's going to come this morning. He comes right on time. Here it was in that fourth watch of the night. He come, and I begin to think about this. Notice how he comes. Let me just tell you, the wind couldn't blow him down. Ooh. What could blow us away couldn't even move him. It couldn't even bulge him. Amen. Ain't you glad there ain't nothing that can bulge him in this world today? Ain't nothing that can take him by surprise. But notice how he comes. He comes walking on the sea. Did you hear me? He comes walking on top of what would be seemingly impossible to walk on. How many know what's impossible with man is possible with God? It seems like his feet were touching that water just like my feet were touching this ground right here this morning. He's God this morning. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I begin to think about this a little bit. What I believe he was saying this morning, he said, what you think so bad? He said, I got under my feet this morning. Did you hear me? How many know he's got your storm under his feet? How many know he's got your circumstance under his feet? How many know he's got your sickness under his feet? How many know the devil's under his feet this morning? Anybody glad to know that this morning? How many know he walks on top of what we think's dangerous this morning? What's over her, her head? He walks on top of it. How many know the water was over their heads? But he was showing what's over your head is under my feet this morning. Can we get an amen on that? Because I'm telling you, some of you are fighting things that's over your head. But it's under his feet. Some of you got sicknesses that's over your head. But it's under his feet this morning. Ain't nothing bigger than him this morning. There ain't nothing greater than him this morning. There ain't nothing that takes him by surprise this morning. I'm telling you today that God is faithful, that God is just this morning. He'll take care of us when we don't realize all things are under his feet today. All things are under him this morning. In 1 Corinthians 15 and 27, for he has put all things under his feet. But when he said all things are put under him, it is manifest that he is accepted, which did put all things under him. Ephesians 1 and 22, and he has put all things under his feet and 
gave them to be the head over all things to the church. How many know all things are under his feet? What are you saying? I'm saying the wind couldn't sway him. I'm saying the water wasn't over his head. What may be over her head, it's not over his head. What may blow us around won't blow him around this morning. Did you hear me? How many know he's still the anchor this morning? How many know he's still the anchor in the midst of the storm? He's still the lighthouse that's still shining in the midst. The storm will blow. The wind will come and the water may be over her head. But he's still standing in the midst of it. He's still king of kings and lord of lords this morning. He's still alpha, the omega, the first and the last this morning. Whatever you're going through, he's still lord over it this morning. Amen. I'm telling you this morning, he's bigger than all my problems. He's bigger than all my trials. He's bigger than anything that I can or cannot see. He was bigger than Goliath. He was bigger than the lions then. He was far greater than the fiery furnace. And he was the master of the sea. Amen. I'm telling you, we better get we better understand he's got all things. He's got them placed under his feet. What's above your head is under his feet this morning. That sickness is your way. He's got it underneath that. That giant, he's got it under the feet this morning. That worry, he's got it this morning. These things are under his feet this morning. I'm telling you, there ain't one thing that takes him by surprise. And he ain't got under him. He's got this thing under his feet. How many know he's going to take care of this world one day? This wickedness that's in this world, he's going to take care of this morning. This thing that's in this world, he's got under his feet. Every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess he is Lord. How many know when he speaks, it's got to obey his voice? I'm telling you, no matter what you're going through, no matter the trial, the situation that you're in, he's got it this morning. He's above it. He's still standing. The wind can't blow him and the water ain't above him. Did you hear me? In fact, the wind and the water have to obey his voice this morning. How many know the creation is never greater than the creator this morning? Psalms 121 verses 1 through 4 says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer your foot to be moved. He will keep you, will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep right there. How many know where our help comes from this morning? Our help comes from God this morning. Amen. How many know where we need to lift up our eyes at? We need to look up. 
because our help don't come from this earth, that our help comes straight from the throne room of grace. Did you hear me? Did you hear me this morning? I'm telling you, he may use instrument, human instruments to bring about what he wants done, but let me tell you, it all is orchestrated in heaven this morning. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm telling you, too many people are looking to the world for answers. Too many people are looking for everything else for answers. I'm telling you, the answer for this nation is the Lamb of God this morning. The answer for your sickness is the Lamb of God this morning. The answer for your problem is the Lamb of God this morning. The answer for your storm is the Lamb of God this morning. I'm telling you how many this morning says I'm going to look up because I know my answer don't come from here but it comes from above this morning. My help cometh from the Lord this morning. My answer cometh from the Lord this morning. My, my, the answer to my problem, my healing cometh from the Lord. My deliverance cometh from the Lord. My blessings cometh from the Lord this morning. How many would say this morning I'm going to look up because I can call upon him in the midnight hour. He ain't going to be slumbering. He ain't going to be sleeping. He ain't going to miss the call of his saints this morning. Amen. That's the good thing. That, he, that we can call upon him. Amen. The good thing is that we can make a 3 o'clock in the morning. Something hits us all of a sudden. Guess what? We can reach down and we can look up. And the very moment we're crying out, the very moment he's answering. Anybody believe that this morning? How many know we can be right here in Pennsylvania and we can pray for somebody on the side around the world right now and the answer's on the way on that side of the world this morning. How many know today that's the God that we serve? We don't serve a dead God. We serve a God that's got everything under his feet. We serve a God that's nothing too hard for him to do. We serve a God that when all things are possible. Is there anything too hard for God to do? Let me ask you that. Is there anything too hard for God to do? No, there is not. <laughs> I'm telling you, whatever your problem is, he can take care of it just like that. Anybody know what I'm saying? You need a new limb? He can put a new limb on you. You need a new heart? He can put a new heart in you this morning. Did you hear what I'm saying? Whatever you're going through this morning, whatever trial it is that you're walking through, I'm telling you today, he's got that thing under his feet. It may be over your head, but it's always under his feet this morning. People don't want to realize their help cometh from the Lord this morning news for you. The reason we're standing is because of him. Did you hear me? The reason we're here is because of him this morning. You want to wonder how many times he's blocked things coming in your life. Amen? You may be surprised the times he healed your body you didn't even know about. What are you saying? They may have been something growing in a mass or something, but he took care of it before you even knew about it. I believe that this morning. Anybody else know that? believe that? He's took care of things we don't even know about he's took care of. Saints of God, we've got a promise this morning. We've got an assurance this morning. 
that everything's going to be all right. Anybody know what I'm talking about? If he's walking in the midst, if he's on his way to help you, let me tell you, he's coming for you this morning. Everything's going to be just all right. Anybody know? I can't think of no better help than the Lord this morning. I can't think of no better solution than the hand of Jehovah this morning. But everybody wants to run to everything else but God. They'll run to some atheist for answers. I don't need, I don't know how I put it. I don't need a court jester telling me what I need to do. Amen. That court jester was a fool, wasn't it? Anybody denies the existence of God's a fool, ain't they? That's what the scripture calls them. I need the hand of God. How many know this morning the world may tell you to do one thing, but God's instructions is a totally different way. I don't know about you, but I'm going to take the one. I'm going to take the instructions of God before I take the instructions of man. There's certain things, you know, God's, his creation is never greater than the creator. He knows better than man. I don't care how many PhDs is on the wall. I don't care how many degrees or what university they come from. They don't do it God's way. Let God be true and every man a what? Liar. People don't want to have it God's way. But I'm telling you this morning, there'll be times in your life where you'll find yourself in the situation of the disciples. We're right here. You may not literally be on a boat like they was, but you'll find the storms of life will be blowing against you. You'll find the water, the, the troubles of life will be over your head. Ain't you glad to know when it gets like that? Help cometh from above. Ain't you glad to know that he comes walking on top of those situations? Ain't you glad to know that he cometh Walking on the, on top of them. Ain't you glad to know why it's bigger than you? It's not bigger than him. Ain't you glad to know that he's got you in his hand this morning? He's got his sight set on you. And he's coming to help you this morning. I don't know about you, but what this nation, I think this nation needs to be doing is crying out to God this morning. This nation needs some help. And the only help can come is from the hand of God. It seems like hatred's filled their streets. It seems like lawlessness has took over. I'm telling you, this is bigger than any man. It's a spiritual issue. I believe that. If they were right with God, they wouldn't be looting. Who's inspiring all this stuff? All of hell. We better be reaching out to God today. He's above all this. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will what? Heal their land. I hear them talking on the news. Oh, we got some big problems moving in this country. I know that. But you ain't let the master of the wind in your boat yet. Did you hear me? You ain't let the master of the wind get on the boat and say peace be still to it. You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to solve it man's way. Until we get God on the boat, until we allow Christ to come on board, everything's going to continue to fall apart, ain't it? Anybody know what I'm talking about? As long as they keep Christ out, 
he ain't going to come in. Notice in verse 51, and he went unto them into the ship and the wind ceased. Notice he was in the boat before the wind ceased. Now listen to John 6 and 21. Here's John's account of it. Then they willingly received him into the ship and immediately the ship was at the land whither they went. Notice he had to get on the boat, but John says they willingly received him. I'm about ready to break something. You've got to invite him in. What are you saying? You've got to say, Lord, this problem's bigger than me. I need you in here to take care of it. He ain't going to go where he ain't wanted. You've got a problem. You need to get out of the way and say, Lord, here it is. God, I can't handle it, but I want you to skid it. Here, get on my boat. Get into my situation and take care of it. This nation's got a problem, don't it? You can turn on Fox News. They'll tell you how all this thing's big. This is a big problem. Well, I'll tell you the answer to the problem. We need, a, we need to let these people tell them we need God to get back into the midst of it and take care of it. We need to invite God back into our land again. Did you hear me? We need to get Jesus Christ back into the United States of America. Without Jesus Christ in the midst of it, it's going to sink this morning. Without Jesus Christ in the midst of your situation, you ain't going to come through it this morning. Did you hear me? Without Christ in the midst, we ain't going to make it without him this morning. People don't want Christ in the midst. And you want to know why the shape the world's in right now? They've kicked Christ out and they've brought Muhammad in. Hold on, I don't know if you heard last night. That Washington shooter up there was one of them immigrant Muslims from Turkey, I believe. The truth come out about it. I'm telling you right now, you see what you're inviting in? You're inviting lawlessness. And they want to know why there's so much turmoil in the United States is because they've not allowed him in the country no more. They've kicked him out of our schools. They've kicked him out of our public places. And look what we've got now. We've got looters and rioters. We've got people with swords in their hand that want to chop your head off. Let me tell you, until we get Christ back into the midst, it's going to be a mess. What do you say? How does that affect my life? I'll tell you how it affects your life. It's the same principle that applies to your life that applies to the nation. We've got to let him be on our boat. We've got to let him have control of it. We've got to invite him in and say, Lord, you take it. And when he gets in, I believe he'll bring us out of it. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Because the very moment he entered into the boat was the very moment that wind ceased. Did you hear me? They, that wind knew who was on the boat. Did you hear me? That wind knew who was on the boat. I'm about ready to say something. Some animals has got more sense than some human beings. You don't believe me? Even a donkey knew who God was when a false prophet didn't. <laughs> Man, didn't. How many of your pigs didn't want to live with devils inside of them? But many people do. <laughs> Amen. 
You think about it. These pigs run off a cliff. Said, we don't want to live with a legion full of demons in us. But there's some people that want to live with the devil in them. I don't know about you. I want Jesus in my midst this morning. I want Christ to come into the midst. I want Christ to be on this old ship right here. This is the vessel. This world is the sea. Anybody thought about it? I need him on this boat this morning. I can't even make it without him holding my hand this morning. I can't make it through this life without the help of Jesus Christ this morning. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But too many people run to everything else. They don't want to invite Christ in. And they find themselves in the shape they are in. How many lives could be calmed if they just simply invited Jesus into it? How many storms would cease if they just invited Jesus into it? What would this nation look back like if we brought Christ back into this nation? If we erected the Ten Commandments somewhere and said, we're going to be founded upon the principles of God. I can tell you it would work. But I don't know if they'll ever get back to that point. Because it's so atheistic now. And we're, so, we're coming to the close of God. You don't believe it worked? Look back years ago. Look back. Let me go. How old? I can't even remember how old I am. 39. I told you I ain't good with numbers. But I remember a day that when I went to school, we'd have to pray. Before the beginning of class, we would pray at school for the first couple years. And we'd have Bible scriptures. The only thing you'd have to worry about is most of the time was us talking a little bit too loud, putting chewing gum or doing other practical jokes and things like that. You know, nothing real was going to harm anybody. That was the most that would really went on. It was, you know, maybe if I run my mouth a little bit, I probably deserve to get in trouble. <laughs> and stuff. Just talking and talking. Couldn't be quiet talking to somebody else in class. That's the most you'd have to look at right then and there. But now that they've took prayer and the Bible out, what do you have to worry about now? You've got to worry about kids bringing guns to school, don't you? You've got to worry about bringing drugs to school. You even have to worry about who the classroom they're sitting under today. That, that's the God's given truth. It's not a safe environment no more. Look at a society. Violence has filled the earth. And I'll make this statement again. I know it began a long time ago, but it really accelerated last June. When the Supreme Court legalized same-sex marriage, look where we are at right now. Now you don't even know whether they're male nor female anymore. Look where it's brought us. Righteousness exalts the nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Because we told, this nation's told Christ they don't want nothing to do with it. And it's invited sin in. I'll tell you what we need. We need Jesus in our lives, don't we? We need Christ on this boat right here. We need to have our mind made up. This nation may not serve the Lord, but it's for me and my house. We're going to serve the Lord God Jehovah. We're willingly going to receive him into this old boat. 
because I realize we need to realize without Christ it's hell to pay. It's hell to pay without Christ. That's the consequence without Christ. But I'm going to love him for who he is this morning. I'm telling you today, too many people don't want Christ on the boat. He said, you stay off the boat. The whole time he said, let me on and the winds will cease. When he got on that boat, according to Mark, them winds just stopped because it recognized him as Lord of Lords, as its creator. Ain't that something right there? Even the creation recognizes the master. Even the, the elements recognize the master. That's the reason I always say I pray for snow. He can say 15 feet and he'll be 15 feet. <laughs> I know I, I had to get that in there. No, it recognizes who he is. When he says peace, be still. It has to obey. You ever thought about even the rocks know who he is? He said, if you don't want to praise him, he'll make the rocks cry out to his name. Even the animals recognize who he is. Even the devils in hell know who he is. They knew when they was in that old boy in the gathering. They knew who was coming their way, didn't they? They knew who was walking in their midst, the one that overthrew them. They knew who was coming. But some people don't recognize who he is. How many in here this morning recognize he's the master of it all? How many know what's over your head is under his feet this morning? How many know he's got his eyes upon you? And nothing, and he's on his way to help you this morning. But we got to say, Lord, here it is. I need your help, and I cannot do this. But it's got to be in your hands this morning. You show me what to do. You tell me what to do. Or you, if he wants to do it, miraculously. However he says to do it, we've got to do it. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I can sit back and think of plans all day long. But if the Lord ain't behind it, it's going to fail, ain't it? Telling you, we've got to allow him to get on. We've got to allow him to be the master. This nation needs Christ back into it. I'm telling you, if there's ever been a time for the church to be the church, it's right now. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It's got to start in the house of God, then it can go into the world. I'm telling you, God's good. We've got to get him back into the boat. We're in turmoil. We're in situations that's above our head. But I'm telling you tonight, if we'll allow him, he can take care of it this morning. Well, church, I know he's coming. Anybody else with me on that? Until he comes, oh, I want him on this boat. Anybody don't I want him helping me in this life right here. I want him having his way this morning, don't you? Everyone standing in here this morning, who would say the first that sent out, Lord, I need you this morning. Lord, I believe you can come unto me. Who would say, willingly say, I want you in my boat. He comes to you this morning. You need Christ to do something. You need him to work in your midst. Who would say, Lord, here am I. Here am I. Come in my midst. Work on my behalf. Come on to this old ship right here. Touch my body. Heal me. Touch us. Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, let us feel it. 
in that name of Jesus.